In segment three, we focus on traditional leadership, land governance and administration. Montlatelo Mohale, a Daily Maverick opinionista, wrote a column on the 6th of November entitled Traditional Leadership Bullying Needs to Stop. Mohale speaks about the patriarchal, undemocratic and unconstitutional practices which he says has elevated a lot of traditional leaders to become elites in rural communities. He notes that South African traditional leaders currently cost the taxpayer over 250 million rand a year, while their bullying tactics, quote, put democracy under threat. In a different article, Dr. Ninka Klaassen, senior researcher at the Land and Accountability Research Center at the University of Cape Town, writes a disturbing op-ed in the Daily Maverick. She notes how the traditional courts bill which the ANC pushed through the National Assembly just before the 2019 elections, was now on a fast-track process through the National Council of Provinces. Klaassens explains that, quote, The current bill compels the 18 million South Africans living in the boundaries of the former homelands to subject themselves to a legal system where traditional leaders are accorded coercive powers that surpass any that chiefs had during colonialism and apartheid. Like Mohale, Klaassen's chronicles a litany of abuses taking place in the former homelands. While the Kolobene struggle is relatively well known, many of the other cases are not. For example, who knew that in November 2018, King Ndamase of Western Ponderland signed a lease with a Chinese investment company in which he undertook to clear all the inhabitants from a 30-kilometre stretch of coastline around Port St. John's in exchange for a rent of a paltry 1 million rand a year. Then, in February of this year, a judgment was handed down in the Mtata High Court to interdict a headwoman from demolishing houses on sites which had been allocated to local households because they refused to pay an occupation fee of 10,000 rand that she had demanded. Klaassen's notes, and this is the essence of the TCB, that had this law already been enacted, these women could have been forced to subject themselves to the traditional court presided over by the very headwoman who was illegally extorting funds from them. Klaassen's concludes that state capture, quote, is not just about corruption, it is quintessentially about the state adopting laws and policies that reward its benefactors at the expense of the public good. These laws do just that. They reward traditional leaders and big business at the expense of black property and citizenship rights.